This is Barnes and Bars. the bars and bars podcast where we leverage hip-hop to develop financial literacy just for you my name is troy solomon levy i'm here with our co-host book and dj audit fellas say something for us it was really good fellas hey what's going on everybody yo good to hear from you guys man i hope all is what's well good, man. man how are yeah, you yeah I'm, i can't complain life is great <laughs> life is grand considering Word. the circumstances still quarantine covid and all of that but you know, just making the best of it, man. Yo, man, we are really about to end the year in like a few months. Yeah. We were just talking about that earlier, right? Yeah, like, how man. crazy is it? It's crazy. Like, literally, this year has flown, even oh, though, you know, considering yeah. everything, like, it's it should be slow, but it's it's not. I don't know what's going on. But um, anyways, mate, look, we, we have a phenomenal song in front of us. Um, yo, Common is... Quietly, um, I don't want to call him the OG, no, but he is—he's a beast and OG. And we're gonna put some respect on his name. <laughs> yes, he, a beast. <laughs> he got yeah. some words for Com right he now. Does, yeah, yeah. Look, uh, th- this song here, um, real talk. Before we, we like, I, I had never even listened to this song for real, for real. Uh, so. But this is Chapter Thirteen: Rich Man versus Poor Man. Uh, Common Sense. He has another uh, guy on the track, but this is his verse right here. Second, I didn't grow, grow up, up, po, po, po. 3.28 a.m. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Cold, wow. cold bar. Cold bar. Um, Common does it, man. Nah, he's a monster. Yeah. Common's a monster, man. Yo, like, can you say the words? I just want to make sure yeah. that people caught that. Yeah, yeah. All right. I didn't grow, grow up, up, po, po. But once you get grown and out on your own, bills upon bills upon mm. bills is what you have. Yep. Before you get your check, then you already spent half. See, I make money. Money doesn't make me. I'm Ooh. a reflection of my section and my section eight. Clutch. That's a little slower right. for everybody. Clutch. <laughs> Clutch. Dr. Levy throwing the bars. All right. Man. But, but but we'll talk. Let's talk about it, yeah. man. Let's yeah. talk about it. Let's like, it. did y'all grow up po po? All right, come on. Did we go up po All right, so I'll put an extra po at the end. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so po, all po, of our po. listeners that don't understand ebonics, and I, I, I would hope that most of our listeners do, which is fine. But if you don't, um, popo mm-hmm. isn't just poor. It's not p o o r, right? And it's not just po, right? Okay. Po is one level, but popo is uh, that's like you super poor. You know what I mean? <laughs> An um, exaggerated, right? Yeah, facts. right. I and I've got to admit I did not grow up popo. That's mm. not that's not my story. I never grew up in the projects. Um, you know, food stamps and stuff. Yeah, that that was part of my my life like er, you know, early on or whatever, but um not even like a big part of my life. I we grew up and there were some points in my life where um you know, all we had in the cupboard was like literally like a jar of peanut butter um and a can of tuna fish right but that wasn't the norm those were like some tough times in life yeah so there are times when we grew up poor uh didn't have much but the heat was all i can't remember any time where the heat was off right which is a huge blessing 
Uh, we always had stable housing. Maybe we didn't pay the rent or the mortgage on time every month growing up in my house. But I've never seen my parents worry about anything per mm. se. And part of that, I think, is faith to yeah, some extent. Sure. But then and the other part of that is, I mean, we weren't po-po. You know what I mean? Mm. So um, I didn't have that experience. What about y'all? Well, Nero, you could take this one. Yeah, yeah I, I would say that I don't... When we talk about levels of poor, yeah, it's like to me you were poor, right? Uh-huh. Now, how you describe it is depending on your situation. I'm sure people's situation is different, but I would say it's you poor. You were poor. You didn't grow up in in lavished right. situations, so it's like you know the difference between middle and, and rich, right? Yeah. So you weren't in those categories. It's like poor, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you know, for me, it's like there's always a struggle i judge people on their worst days mm-hmm. right to be conservative about your livelihood like your livelihood back then and for me my worst days was like i didn't have food or some building couldn't get paid because you had to do this or like that is poor right yeah. like you didn't have the option and make no mistake to me too even if you did have some lavish stuff if you missed a couple bills, to me, mm-hmm. you're poor. Yeah, yeah. sure. You know? you know what? This this topic is so subjective, though. Yeah, it is. And I, and I think that's that's the interesting <laughs> thing. Is. So, like, for me, my me and my family, we, it was in, in pockets, right? Yeah. So when we started, yeah, we would pull. Like, 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 like I said this before in the previous podcast, there were times we just had cornflakes, milk, rice, and beans. Like that was skim the milk. That, the skim, skim milk, milk. You know what I'm saying? Because she wanted to be healthy. <laughs> that was the whole food version. Like, listen, like, listen, we poor, still trying to do your organic. <laughs> when you when you doing grocery shopping at the local bodega, like you know what I'm saying, yeah. or like, like whatever, yeah. you, the subs with yeah. this, like, you know what I'm saying, like all kinds of meals. That yeah. that was poor. But you know what happened, man? What I realized, as much as I thought we were struggling, mm. when my dad took me to the village in Kenya, and them yeah. folks didn't have electricity, sure. And they ain't have shoes in their feet. Sure. When they looked to yeah. us, the we were like, "Yo, y'all man. rich. Yeah, yep. y'all made it." That's right. why I was like, "Yo, maybe I'm not like po po." You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really subjective based on where you are. You know, Understood. and perspective yeah. is important. That is yeah, true. the perspective is huge, huge. And I, I really, in this country, there are very, very few. Even if you live under the poverty line, um, compared to developing countries, it's really not po po. And no disrespect to anyone, you know, I'm not trying to say much about uh, anyone that that's struggling. Yeah. Uh, if you're struggling, you're struggling. That, that it is what it is. But in our country, no one really, in the grand scheme of everything around the world, no one really is po po. But um, you know, some people do grow up be under the poverty line, and that that is a, a reality. And now, what I love about what Common is saying is that he allowed that um, that reality in his life. He he. He's saying that, look, I grew up a little bit poor, but not popo, but he allowed that experience to shape um, the rest of his life. So, for instance, he says, uh, but once you get grown and out on your own, bills upon bills is is what you have before you get your check, then you already spend half. Mm -hmm. Now, it seems like to whatever extent, reality, financial reality set in for him. Like when you get grown and out on your own, like, yo, it hit me. Uh, so like what, when did, re, when did the reality of financial independence set in for you? Financial independence. Financial independence. I mean, I was a grown man yeah. before I understood the idea of financial independence where bills wasn't controlling my situation or my life. Mm-hmm. I wasn't making moves for bills, but I mean, I, I would say it was probably around college, man, that mm-hmm. I realized the under, or, or understood what financial independence was where 
I don't have to really worry about so much yeah. about my bills kind of controlling my life right. or my choices in life. Right. Um, and even after college, I had to kind of reinforce what I yeah. understood when I got to college. So it, yeah. it was like once I started working again, every yeah. milestone, yeah. I had yeah. to go, oh, yeah, that's what it means. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you what it hit for me, man. Um, I'll probably say when I was 23, 24. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I bought my first home. And I remember signing at the, you know, Dude, the, that's uh, mad young. For, I was, for, wow, and wow. I was, I was, I sacrificed, yeah, stayed at home with sure. mom and dad. I was saving up cash. Right. But something about when you sign a dotted line yeah. and, they, and one of the things they do in, in, in the mortgage disclosures at the end is they have to reveal to you how much money you're going to owe mm. and how the first of every month you better make sure that this money's in. Right. right. And then just this burden just came to, oh snap, if I don't get, and the time of mortgage is like 2,900, if I don't get $2,900 yeah. by by the first of the month, they coming uh, for me. Yeah, my mom can't bail me out. Like, think about right. if I was yeah. in an apartment, I could always get off a lease. Right, unless I'm going back home, guys. Yeah, but this one, nobody could bail me out. This right. is Joseph Nyamwange on this lease, and I think that's yeah. when it hit me. Like, okay, yeah, we got, we can't mess up right now. I'm about right, to right. get that too right now. Yeah, <laughs> so, y'all, that's DJ all is in the middle of buying a home. Yeah, Congrats man. to this yeah, man. Word, word. We, we uh, hope everything that works load. out. The closing, I appreciate. it. Yo, for me though, like. Reality set in for me when I finished college, right? And um, I moved to Michigan to start a mas- my master's program. And um, at that point, when I moved, like, so all throughout undergrad, I stayed in the dorm. So I was always on in on ha- on campus housing. So I always had a bed, dresser, you know, uh, my last year. I had, like, a kitchen in my uh, little suite or whatever. So I was always good until I went to grad school and I was no longer on campus. It never dawned on me that I needed grown man stuff, right? <laughs> so, like, I moved, I, me and my, my roommate Try. and I, I know, my roommate and I, so, like, he got there maybe a few days or a week or so before me. Thankfully, his mom um, helped him to, you know, they went to, like, a consignment shop or a thrift store or whatever, got some uh, furniture. And so he was good. He was set up. Uh, I drove out there on my own, man, and I didn't have a bed. I literally slept in my sleeping bag um, for probably like a week or two until someone was moving out in the, in the, in the apartment complex. And I saw that they were about to throw away their bed and, wow. uh, and frame. And I'm like, bro, let me get that <laughs> off of you, man. What? Real talk. Up that. Real talk. You wasn't um, scared for bed bugs, bro? I know. I, <laughs> Dude, grow back, bro. Yeah, you ain't got no I, options. You ain't have. You can't be picky. You ain't got no what options, man. It was a full size bed, yeah. man, That'll and work. Um, it worked. Yeah. I still did. I like. I had to go to. I don't know where I got my other. Um, I think he gave me a desk too. Actually, were you married at this time? I was not. Oh, I was okay. not. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he gave me a desk, a bed, um, and I think like a small bookcase, and I was good. Wow. Real good. Yeah. Real good. Yeah, man. That's what's so up. that that's when that's like up. financial independence really set in for me when I started having to pay that that heat bill. Cause we're in the dorm, you don't have to pay no yeah. heat bill yeah, per se. Yeah. But stuff is in my name now. I've got to go grocery shopping. There ain't no cafeteria to, to you know, I ain't got <laughs> no meal plan or nothing. It was at that point I'm like, yo, I'm a grown man now. You know, and I gotta make it make it make it work. You know what's coming to my mind though? I think there's a theme that I'm seeing between our stories. It's like you got to move out of your parents' spot. Yeah, yeah. To get that financial independence. Correct. Yeah, like, it's true. If there's like something I'm hearing, it's like you are on your own. Yeah. At this point, or some level of on your own. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And now you got to deal with it. Yeah. Face it for yourself. So I don't know. If so, so, so that's a good segue. So let me ask you guys this. Speaking of parents, yeah. How do we think our upbringing has impacted? 
the way we looked at money or the way we handled money? Yo, I really think that um, I, yeah, that that's a good question, man. How you so your household where you grew up impacts everything. How you have relationships, yep. um, how you handle money, how you handle stress. Like you grow up, literally, your parents are your first gods, and I'm putting that in yeah. in quotes here because you highly revere them, you respect them so much, and even if you don't respect them, just being in their vicinity for so long, yeah. you can't help but walk the way you know yeah, sure. dad yeah, walks sure. or say sure. things yeah. the yeah. way mom says things. You know, so that it's like super important financially. I think that. Our default, unless we are educated uh, in a different way or trained, um, you know, in a different way, our default is how our parents uh, handle money. And um, I would say that in in general, my parents, my parents did a good job. Now, in terms of like, you know, knowing all the financial, you know, things to do and don't do, um, they weren't necessarily there. And I don't fault them for that at all. Uh, you know, everyone's got to fight in in their own armor yeah. you know what with what they have but they never i don't think my parents ever were like more into like the exterior of money like sure. how you know people view and being being into how people view you instead of like they were super comfortable in their own skin okay. uh, and i really really appreciate that about my parents now thankfully i've been able to kind of you know take it to another level um, but based on their foundation, I, I would have never been able to take it to another level if it weren't for their yeah. foundation. Because there's some things financial literacy wise, like for me, the foundation of financial literacy is contentment. That's for me. You've got to be content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. And at the very least, my parents gave me that, man, as well as some other things. I'll be honest. Like for me, let me let me let me just first start by saying I love my parents. Yeah. Like they did everything they can with what they had, but we did not talk about finances and money. And that's one of the things I wish we did more yeah. of. Like, let's let me let me show you how money works. Mm-hmm. Let me show, especially as I started getting older. Like, once I started working at 13, 14, my dad could have sat me down and said, "Hey, listen, son, I see you making money. Let me tell you about how to invest it. Let me tell you yeah. how to make sure." You, and and it wasn't because they didn't they didn't like they didn't want to. It was not out of malintent. I just think they really yeah. didn't know. It wasn't something. It wasn't a priority. To them. Correct. You're still yeah. a kid. However, one thing that they did do for me that I don't think they understood how much it impact was. Um, they started making me manage their properties. Nice. So it was like at a young age, your son, listen, now you're going to go collect all my rent. Right. You're going to go deal with my tenants. I'm getting old. I don't have time for that. Yeah. You're managing my properties. I ain't going to spend money on a realtor to manage my properties. And at a young age, I'm 16, 17 years old, going through that now. Uh, now I'm starting to get to say, wow, I'm collecting all this money? Yeah. You get this cash every month, dad? Oh, yeah. This, yeah. this is what rental investment look like. And that's what really shaped my mind. Yo, and, that, and that, that is life changing. Probably po- more just powerful the, than just like the convo. Correct. And <laughs> correct. just the fact that they came to this country and bought properties. Correct. Like forget the whole property manager thing. They bought properties, correct. dude. Like, yo, that is huge, man. Correct. And this is Jersey City before gentrification. My dad right. told me he used to go around houses being sold for ten thousand dollars, twenty thousand oh, dollars in Jersey City. In Jersey City, bro. And and, and he was for, for all of our listeners, yo, Jersey City is literally Across the river from Manhattan. Mm-hmm. All right. So now in 2020, uh, you know, there's so many people that are moving over from Brooklyn, from Manhattan, uh, because Jersey City is a little bit cheaper. But let's not get it twisted. It's not cheap. No, not it's just a little bit cheaper sure. than <laughs> Manhattan and Brooklyn. So people are willing to just take a train ride or two, a Facts. stop or two away uh, and just live in Jersey City and work in Manhattan or whatever. But, yo, that's big, though, man. Huge. Huge. Wow. Huge. Wow. What about you, I, man? Wonder, I, I wonder. Wait, before we get to me, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder... 
does he still have those properties? Oh now? yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh that so that's how they retired, man. Like they wow. set up where now the properties are mostly paid off and they just collect rental income. Jeez, and man. they did it and, and one of the big regrets I told you, my dad for him was like, yo, yeah. he's like, son, there were times I looked at a property that was twenty thousand dollars and I had thirty thousand dollars in my account and I said, ah, I'd rather just look at my money. He oh. said, Yo, in my mind, I wish I would have went down and just bought as much bought as it. I saw. Jesus. Um wow. but you know, it's yeah. it's it's you know twenty twenty, catch twenty twenty. So yeah. yeah. I mean, for values, my parents gave it to me, man. I mean, from young age growing up, <clears throat> you know, just choosing the option that's not like expensive. Mm. Going to the grocery store. Mom, Good I point. want Fruit Loops. No, go get the ShopRite brand. Yeah, 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 get the yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Fruit Loops. ShopRite <laughs> cookies. ShopRite everything. You know what I'm saying? So for me, like growing generic up, brand. Exactly, generic. <laughs> and it wasn't until I got you know the toothpaste aim. Yeah, the one that's like a dollar yeah. fifty back in the day. I don't know how much it is now, but I used to buy that, and I got yeah. into college again. That's when people started going, you you use AIM? <laughs> Why don't you buy Colgate? Colgate right? yeah. Crest. Yeah. But that's what I grew up with. Right. So I always had the pick the cheaper version yeah. instead of the more premium brand. Right. Um, and then also just mining my own business. Mm. Like I think a lot of folks don't realize how important that is when you're talking about comparing yourself yeah. to other people. When you're in other people's business, you're kind of like, oh my goodness, they have this. Yeah, I want that. I yeah. want this. Like in my life, my father played a major role in, I don't care what they got. Right. This is what you got. Right, right, right. Focus. Right. And that's what I got from them. Nice. Yo, like what does money do to people? Because, you know, Common, and I love these stories here, but Common says here in this song, um, See, I make money. Money doesn't make me. Mm. And then he says, I'm a reflection of my section and my section eight. Yeah. But um, I, I do think a lot of people do allow money to to make them. But I appreciate his, uh, you know, just being upfront like, yo, money doesn't make me. I, I make. But there are some people that, you know, money does a lot to the What What are those things that yeah. money does? To, yeah. To well, let me people? let me just say this, Troy. You're probably going to need a own podcast, uh, a <laughs> section to talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. But here's my here's my belief, man. Money doesn't change who you are. It exposes who you are. Yeah. Okay. So if you're not disciplined, yeah, money is going to show how undisciplined you are. Okay. If you're insecure, money is going to show how insecure you really are by trying mm, to keep yeah. up with the Joneses. If if you are a, a you know a good person. And, mm. and philanthropic mm. I always hate when people yeah. say Yo when I get money That's what I'm going to start right, You know right. helping the community right, right. Nah, nah man Help the community nah. Nah. No. Yeah. <laughs> It's a lie right. So I, I think money just exposes Kind of really Who you are as a person And then right. And from there You could adjust and fix. Yeah Yeah, yeah. I, I feel you So you're saying that Because a lot, a lot of people will say Yo um, When people start making money That's when they like Start getting You know Mean or whatever Evil um, You're saying that it you're the exact same person, hundred percent. But I I do think I think along the those lines that you're saying, money will amplify. Uh, exactly. I was gonna say amplify, yeah, and that's what I'm exposed. So when yeah. it's exposed, it's gonna because it's gonna get bigger that. and Correct. bigger. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. But I'm saying, but I, expose is that, that's one level. So it's gonna reveal yes. uh, who you are. But the amplify, like you, who you are. Once you come up on some more, like a lot of money, True. a lot more money, it's going to, like who you are is going to 
be even more so. Correct. So if, so if you're mean, a bad person, you're, you're going to really be even bad. worse, man. Yeah. Like yeah. a big old jerk. If you're a great person, you'll be even more philanthropic or whatever. Correct. Um, because you're able to help in more of a way. I, I think it just amplifies everything that you are, man. Yeah. True. But I do want to say something else. I mean, we kind of discussed it in the yeah. previous question, it sounds like, but like, we, we can change, right? And I think, mm. again, the values that you kind of got from your parents or yeah. from the community you grew up in could help make you a better person. Mm. Absolutely, right? Yep. Because that's what makes you who you are. And mm. then that's what leads you to hopefully making more money because, you know, values like working hard, figuring yeah. things out on your own, solution-based type of stuff, I think really helps develop you as a person. Yeah. And then- as a result, you you make money. Yo, DJ, yo, you broke that down perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Here's why, though, because you're right. People are chasing money, right? Yeah. Right. So the the focus is how do I get this object as opposed to how do I become a better human being? Exactly, right? man. You know what I mean? mean? That's where the money is, right? Hundred like, percent. Like that, the value system. The right? world yeah. will reward you. Yeah. God will reward you yeah. if if you gotta, if, you gotta if have a good value system. You have Absolutely, to. So. you have to. Yo, to me, that's what that's the best thing your parents could give you or your community. Right. The best thing your community could give you is great values. Correct. If you come out of a community that's giving you bad values, right. it's going to be hard to come out of tough. that, whether yeah. you have money or not. Correct. Mm. So Correct. That's, Correct. Because the reality, if you have you know a million dollars, you're going to do the exact same thing with it that you did <sighs> or would have done with $1,000 or $100. True. You know what I mean? So- more money isn't going to change you. I, lo- I love that, man. It's going to reveal yeah. exactly who you are and amplify it. That's, that's great. Yo, Common Sense did it. Chapter 13, Rich Man versus Poor Man. This Amen. is great, great stuff. Big ups to Common, Conscious yeah. Rapper. Um, great, great dude, man. But y'all, thanks so much uh, for the combo. Thanks for listening. This has been Bars and Bars. Sir. Sure.